We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome into the So Rare Andrews podcast brought to you by Rotowire and sponsored by So Rare. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on So Rare, joined as always by Andy Black, who you can find as Black on So Rare. Andy, you just asked me, actually, let me go back. Yesterday, I told, I asked you specifically, why do I own 31 limited cards? And you said, that's a great podcast title. So we're going <laughs> with that. But you asked me the fantastic question a second ago. Is the number still 31? And it is somehow. It is still 31. But I did <laughs> admit it's because someone just outbid me on on another one. Is but, that partially because you're less interested in the Iridesi stuff? So no, not that is not the reason. Uh, I'm very very interested in the uh, Iridesi enough so that I went back to an old like watch list that I had created for myself at the end of the of last season. And I was like, I know I didn't buy all the cards I wanted. Maybe I'll go buy the limited cards of the ones I didn't get. Okay. But the I think these early ones are too expensive. And so I think I'm going to wait just a little longer. I say that, but like I'm bidding on all these cards. I basically bid on so many limited cards with the hope that one slips through and I get a cheap one, but like, I'm not, I'm not like make going out of my way to like, make sure I get certain limited cards, but man, do I like these things more than I ever thought I would. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I, I did something kind of silly the other day. I bought, um, when they released the Zenit cards, mm-hmm. I guess that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. I bought, um, oh, yeah. a stack, a stack yeah, of five. <laughs> And it was, it was like, all right, this will be easy because I'll just t- put those five guys in and I'll be done. That's my challenger lineup. So I was like pretty happy with that, pretty happy with my, my decision there. You know, they're a top team in Russia. Um, you know, great. And then I started looking at the schedule or lineups or something, and I was like, oh, they don't play this weekend. That's, that stinks. So then I looked at the schedule, and then they, they don't play midweek. They don't play because of the international break. They don't play again for like three weeks. <laughs> they played today. That's why. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe some of them will be covered in uh, – are we getting coverage in the international stuff for, for those guys? 
Yeah. The Russian guys? Or is it just like Conca Cap? And- surely Zenit has some Russian qualify, you know, like Russian national team guys. I don't know. HD's calling you out. I, I will say you're the, the funniest thing is last week when we were talking about like which limited cards we were buying, you're like, yeah, I'm buying all these like dirt cheap backup goalkeepers for for my training lineups. And you've already stumbled on four starters in one yeah. week. Yeah, so uh that's that's pretty pretty funny. Um one of them I will say I kind of knew about. And let me let me pull mine up real quick. But but yeah, I, buying just random floor priced goalkeepers. Um, I think four of them are now starters. Uh, Timo Wellenruther was one that I kind of knew was going to get the the, the job. Um, yep. So I kind of heard rumors of that Quentin Westberg just well, randomly started. Before you keep going on Wellenruther, I think he, I'm going to call you out here that you said yep. I knew he was going to become a starter, but you did not know for who. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Some, some. Uh, I'm trying to look at the the, the logo. It's Willem too. <laughs> yeah, not the Which, first Willem. Why, why is it William Willem two and not Willem one? Yeah, no, Willem two. Yeah, uh, and Quinn Westberg, and then this Paul Gartler guy, Gar- or Gartier. Gar- it's Gartler, I think. He's he's played two games. He scored eighty last week. Come on, eighty points. Yeah, um, and then of course our, our favorite goalkeeper of all time, No Dong Gone. He's started two games in a he row. He started, now. yeah. So, did you even look up to see if this guy who scored eighty is like actually the starter, or if he just like happens to be in now? Or I don't know. <laughs> Which region is he from? He plays for I think Rapid Wien, so oh, he's right. Austrian. So challenger. Yeah. But you already have a challenger lineup for in three weeks. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I guess. I guess I'll use them in All Star or something. So I or I'll sell them. <laughs> yes. So I did exactly what I would tell people not to do when it comes to limited cards. And you would think I would have learned my lesson because I basically did the same thing with the limited cards as I did with rare cards early on that I just like started buying and I didn't really have a plan. But I was like, oh, I can play these guys in America. Like I'm fine. But when I was actually putting my lineups together for this game week, like my non, my actual rare and super rare lineups, I realized that I was, I was going back and forth on like a few guys of whether to use them in D4, D3. And then I went to do my D5 lineups and I was like, I have so many extra cards. And I was like, I had this thought like, oh, I'll just play them in. And I'm like, I can't play them anywhere else. I, I can't do it. Like I bought a few MLS cards and then I bought it a Minero stack and it's like, I can play the MLS guys in, in all-star, but I had planned on, but I have enough for like all-star and like, I have too many cards now. So I have yeah. 31 limited cards and I should have like 12 and I don't know what to do other than to buy more of them. Yeah. It, it puts you into almost that, like that weird feeling of like when you first started and like you, buy a lineup and, and, and then either you win something or maybe you win another auction and you have that sixth player and it's like, okay, well now I have another goalkeeper for another lineup. All I got to do is buy a little bit more. And it just kind of just keeps baiting you into buying more things. It's like the business model that they have here is, is incredible. It's really good uh, yeah. for them. Less, yeah. 
less for us. <laughs> <laughs> the I don't know what it is about about these cards that has made me like just completely give up on the strategies that I felt were working in the other regions. Like I I think the like I've become very particular about the the rare and super rare cards, certainly the super rares, which I haven't bought in a while, but like I've become very particular about the cards that I'm buying that every rare card should have a purpose. Are you just buying the best limiteds though? Not really. I wish I, I'm bidding on the best ones, but I do feel like I am. I think I bought a bunch at the beginning and I was like, like I, I was buying a bunch of like MLS starting goalkeepers. And I'm like, surely I can flip goalkeepers because they're goalies. Everybody needs a goalie. And then it's like, I don't know if I can flip cards that easily if there are 50 auctions a day. Yeah. And that's when I started to like realize that maybe what I was doing was not so sharp. I don't know. Yeah. I, I had this weird thought today that when they like introduce a new club or a whole new league like this previous, like pre-limiteds and the auctions are just like packed with those specific cards, right? Like you, we get all day of Zenit or all day of, you know, uh, the Renz cards we got, like they were just like packed. And the limited cards are everywhere. Did you, I noticed just before we started, the limited auctions are now every 15 seconds. Oh, are they? 15 seconds. Wow. So if you're not in the market- So for that limited, actually came up last week. Somebody said that they would not increase that frequency and they already have. Uh, I I can double check here, but I was pretty sure. No, well, I maybe somebody in, in our live comments said that- uh, You know what? We're in the middle of a power hour apparently. Ah, uh, okay. And maybe that's what it is. But so the power hour is now 15 seconds. Dang. So I had this thought today. I was like trying to get through the auctions. I'm like, there are just so many limited cards on the auctions. But differently from previous auction thoughts that I've had where I'm like, oh, it's so many of this one club, but like it'll go back to normal but we're not going back to normal ever again because there are just too many, unless they split out the limited card and into like its own auctions. And I just don't see the benefit for so rare to do that. And so I think we're just, we're going to be seeing yellow for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they may, they may allow at some point like some filtering, like default filters. Like if, if you want to open up the auctions and by default uh, turn off the the limiteds or something, they they could probably do that to where like your page is like comes up with just rares and super rares or if, or just super rares and uniques if you're you know living the high life. That guy. Yeah, <laughs> um, I could certainly see them doing something like that. It's but again, you're you're probably right. It's probably not in their best interest because they they want to throw everything in in front of you. And it's working for me or yeah. against me, whatever it is, it's working. Yeah. I would like to give uh, Mike Baston here credit for saying that he fell foul of the lore of the banana cards. I had not heard somebody call them banana cards yet. And I love it. Um, what do you think about the fact that the limited cards don't have like the three dimensional honeycomb? 
Um, I'm looking at. I'm just looking at one compared to a rare right now, and I didn't even realize that. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't have. So you didn't care. Yeah. That. The rare ones are like. Now they yeah it's I feel like the rare ones are accentuated a little more actually. I wonder if the depth. I'm looking at a super rare also. It almost looks like the super rare depth has like one, two, three, four, five levels. And the rares have like two. And then there are none. I wonder if I, we just discovered something by accident. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But so Mike's saying they definitely need to set default to not include limiteds. I think if you think that's a night, like they're, they're going to do that, you're, you need to start accepting they'll never make the, the default to not have. Right. But I think that they could allow you to configure your own personal default. Right. And I think that that's probably something we'll, we will see. Hopefully that works better than the email uh, alerts. That... <laughs> I, I, I don't know what everybody's talking about, to be honest. I don't, I didn't, ha I didn't have an issue with it. Do, do you have any favorites, like favorite yeah. players? Yeah. So I have way too many of them. And I will partially blame, but I should give credit, but I'll partially blame Quinny for this. Quinny mentioned on one of his streams a few months ago that you can, you can filter like the market by your favorites. Mm -hmm. And so it's either auctions or the secondary, like just by your favorites. And once I realized that, like I added, I have like hundreds, well, maybe not hundreds, dozens of players on my favorites list. And so I've gotten, I got an email every time a new limited card came out for one of those players and they release like 10 limited cards at a time. So I literally, I had hundreds of emails this morning and they were coming in in like five minute batches. I'd get like 25 more. I think that I, so I cleaned up my, my list a few weeks ago and I'm only down to like seven players online. Oh, so that's why you have so few emails. Yeah, and I have guys, guys like Wesley Mustache, um, <laughs> uh, Brian Lozano, S Sven Coombs, and my favorite, my personal favorite, Fabian Assman. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't wait till we get these guys on on, on the platform. Hmm. So, all right. Um, we have she says we'll be able to filter out limiteds on so rare data soon on the on the uh oh very nice so i, I, I will still need, i still need email alerts on so rare data that tell me to submit my lineup oh hope that's coming hg because i forget all the time i think they have them for so rare i think so rare sends like a remember you didn't submit any but it, for yeah. us the problem is they probably send them like an hour or two before the deadline and I'm asleep at that point, just yeah. where we live. I'm asleeping, usually. Do you have any, did you come up with a limited plan other than this Zenit stack? No, I think, yeah, stop forgetting, it's easy. <laughs> um, I'll try to stop forgetting, uh, but I'm like the most forgetful person on the planet. Um, no, my, like, I think I think I'm just gonna be really lazy with the uh, 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 limiteds and just buy the best players. And I, I say that jokingly, but I'll probably just try to find the best team in each region and then just try to get five players from that team. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Oh, maybe not the best team. 
one of the better teams in the region and just buy five players from that team. Right, right, right. Yeah. I think that that will simplify my research and make it so I don't have to spend a lot of time on the the limiteds because it'll just be like, you know, do my research for this team, do my research for this team, do, and then just move on. Do you think you'll end up with multiple team stacks? Like, it, like would you have – so you have this Zenit stack. Would you also have, like, an Ajax stack and a Bruges stack, and then, like, every week you're like, okay, I'll just – I'm playing Bruges this week. Or I'm going to play Ajax this week. I, I, I don't think that I want to go there, but um, I also don't know that I would rule that out because, like, for this this weekend, I was looking at it. And I'm like, man, if I had a – it'd be nice to have a challenger team. It'd be nice to get one rolled out because, like, the big advantage right now, um, I, I feel like, is to kind of start – like, the strategy that you want to put into play is to start snowballing these rewards and start – winning right now winning cards that you can either sell to get better cards or use the cards that you, you know, if you finish podium or whatever, use those cards to win even more cards. And like that, that snowball starts now. And, um, cause we, I mean, we've only had one other week of prizes and now do we have D five in every region now? Sure do. So, I mean, like now is the time to start snowballing, rewards and uh i am not ready for that at all i think i have one or two regions one of them is global why wait what do you mean you're not ready for it like i don't have teams for all of those regions i don't have a Andy, we've, got, team. we've got 12 hours here <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess we do i guess we do i have a lot of work to do i think I think you make a good point there. We talked to a few people who are like, I'm just going to wait until the market kind of settles and I'll just get a bunch of cheap ones. Yeah. But you do make that point that like the longer you wait, the less, the fewer rewards you can win. Cause you're, yeah. You're I, and like the best way to think about it too, is like, if you're going to start snowballing rewards, the best time to, to start doing that is when there's fewer competition. So right now is the least, number of competitors you'll ever have yeah. in D5 ever is this week. And then next week will be, you know, we can say the same thing next week is it will be the lowest it's ever going to be this week. And uh, it's only going to grow and get bigger and you're going to compete against more people every week. So um, those people that have a D5 team in every region are well prepared to, to start snowballing. I wonder if I'll panic buy a bunch of teams after this podcast. I know that's kind of what I was thinking too tonight. <laughs> <laughs> At least like a U23 one because I, I think I have that. Fun. Yeah, I don't. It's not that good. I did like, I was going to do a Salzburg stack and I have two pieces. And then I'm like, I'm not even sure these are the two pieces I want. And so I stopped and I'm like, I'm going to make a Dynamo stack. And it got too expensive. It got. Yeah, it got too expensive. And I'm like, wait, if this is, I don't know. I don't know what to do about any of these. I think I think what'll be interesting is the number of people that are uh, like deploying the same strategies. So like I was super lazy and just made the, the Zenit uh, stack. But I saw somebody else on Twitter built the exact same stack I did. Minus, uh, I think that they bought Malcolm and I bought uh, 
the Iranian forward that they have. I can't remember his name, but he's from Iran. Um, or Asman? Yeah, him. And he, I think he scored a goal today. But yeah, uh, uh, I mean, very, very similar teams. And and like the difference, like if if that team goes off, the difference between like me winning and him winning is just like Malcolm and, and the Iranian. So it's the Iranian Messi, I believe. Yeah, that's what they call him. Um, that's actually I didn't make that up. Like I've actually heard somebody refer to him as that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So how about this? The other advantage to starting right now is that everybody who builds the same stack as you in the future will have lower XP. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I might have 310 limited cards by tomorrow. Hmm. I'll have to adjust this 31 to 310. That seems like overkill. Is that too many? <laughs> 310 for how, how many regions? Oh, that's right. right. <laughs> So, oh, so so I was going to bring that up. So the when I was going through my lineups with the whole like, do I play the you know this rare and D four D three? I was literally looking at my limiteds, and I was like, oh wait, why don't I? And I'm like, wait, I can't, I can't use this in D four. And when I went to, thankfully, I, I was making my lineups on so rare data first. And obviously the limited cards don't show up there, at least for the D4, because you can't play them. But like when I went to make my lineups on so rare, and I usually filter by like the no game or whatever, I think they were showing up and it was like, wait, I can't. Maybe it was just a training lineup. I don't know. But I, I'm like convinced that D5 will not be this, the only place you can play these cards in the future. I don't think they can keep them out of D4. Yeah. Whatever the penalty is, will come with it. But I don't right, know. yeah, I don't. I don't know. They might do. They might do that. They might do something completely different that we're not expecting. Uh, Alan mentioned, you know, he wasn't going to buy much limited, but saw the entries in contests seem more winnable than expected. Man, I'm looking through the the divisions right now. It's pretty pretty wild. So like Challenger Europe D five. Only has 338 entries right now. No way. 338. That's it. And 109 prizes. <laughs> one, one third of the people right now um, will receive a prize. And America is the same. Granted, I, I'll. I don't. I don't want to diss on tier threes, but tier three limiteds I think are going to be very low value. So 39th to one 109 receive a tier three. So. Um, I almost don't count those. I mean, they still do count, but they're yeah. they're going to be they're going to have low value on most of them. How many did you say were in Challenger? Uh, three hundred and forty. Was it three forty nine or three thirty eight? So there are currently three thirty five in Champion America. Yeah, and one hundred and three cards are given out. Thirty five tier two and below. Well, Champion Europe is only fifty. <laughs> well, yeah, they only have nonce and uh, does Monaco have them? Non-stacks, go for it. And Rens, right? Yeah. They saw people paying absurd prices for Kamavinga. And... Yeah, you're right. Champion America, 336, 103 prizes. Um, I will not play in Asia, D5. Um, but there's it's the same thing. It's like one-third. I mean, U23 is 368. Yeah. Yeah, three three. 368 and 133 prizes. But 48 up to tier two, though. Yeah. 
I won a uh, a tier three limited last weekend. And I was like, I wonder how much this can go for. And there has not been a single auction for the guy that I won over point oh 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 two. Really? Like, I don't think anyone is, I don't think there's ever been a third bid on the guy that I won. Although I think he dropped 80 this past week, which I was Who like, was oh, it? I, I don't know. Some uh, guy. It was literally some guy. It was, uh, let me see if I can even find it. Amongst my plethora here of, uh, it was a uh, Kazuki Awaya. He's a defender for someone. How do you spell his last name? I-W-A-W-A? O-I-W-A. Way off. Yeah, never seen this guy before. 32-year-old defender for Shonan Belmare. Yeah. So his one of a thousand went for 0.013. Two went for 0.004. And no, nothing has gotten above. Oh, somebody, excuse me. Eight of a thousand went to 004 also. Out of curiosity, why did you buy this? <laughs> no, no, no. I won it. I won oh, it. Oh, you won this? Yeah, 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 no. I won this. Okay. Okay. Come on. Come on. Keep up, Black. Um, <laughs> okay. I got well. this for, for finishing 230th in All-Star V5 last weekend. Let me ask you, why did you win this? <laughs> um, because they know that I wasn't going to play Asia D5, and now yeah. I'm a fifth of the way there. And now you saw that 78, and you're like, all right, this guy plays. Yeah, now I have a, a Belmar stack, whatever, however you pronounce this. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see here. I had, so I used that uh, Camilo Vargas card that I acquired on the podcast last week. Um, I feel bad for the person I traded for because McMath got hurt, like literally that next game. But I had Maxime Chenault get a zero, but I was 56 points away from a tier two limited. Yep. But this, yeah, tier three. I don't know. Did Chenault didn't play at all, did he? No, that no. game was canceled. Right. Crushingly. Yeah, that that, that killed me because I had – I somehow took I – th I think I had Sean Johnson, Ch uh, not Chano, uh Callens. Callens. And, yeah. and Morales all in different lineups. So it killed – it was like three lineups killed in, in one sweep. So, I mean, that, like not to just like keep hammering away at why we like stacks, but that's another reason right there is if something happens and a game gets canceled or whatever, um, you only lose one team. Yeah, but not true. I got the zero, and I still won this card. Of yeah, I've already forgotten his name. There you go. Yeah. Um, Needless to say, I wasn't thrilled. I have something that's kind of off topic. It's it's not related to limiteds that I wanted to bring up, um, and then we can kind of circle back into uh, um, limiteds. But with all of the movement, and you know the transfer market right now with Mbappe and potentially Ronaldo and Messi and all these players changing teams, um, especially Ronaldo, are you buying or considering buying or looking at any of these cards from like an investment standpoint? Like there might not ever be another Ronaldo minted. And I saw people thinking about that this morning and the prices of him are certainly going up with rumors of him going to Man City. Yeah. So Ronaldo was so far out of my budget that like it didn't matter. And I could 
like I'm not selling my 401k to buy Ronaldo cards. Yeah. Even though they're not going to be anymore again. He's not like a, like there are a decent number of Ronaldo cards. Like it's going to take a while for there to be more messy cards than Ronaldo cards. Like what, what is Ronaldo? Like 200 cards, maybe? I was trying to pull it up here. 164, 168. 168. I mean, so just in terms of rare, super rare and uniques, like Messi cannot get more than that. Obviously, the limited cards, there will be a thousand Messies as quickly as possible. Yeah. But I, but no, like I actually, to take a significantly lower price point, though not low, this news that Carlos Vela wants to go back to Europe, like kills his. Yeah, sell, 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 sell. (laughs) Right. Like he's like, I, like he's very clear he is done with MLS. Yeah. And I don't see him going to a league in Europe that allows him to score like he does in MLS. Yeah. The only league that that would even happen in is would be like the Jupiler League or, right. you know, Rita VC. Yeah. But like, uh, why would he go there? Unless like he really wanted to go to Portugal or something. I don't know. I'm not sure he can. He's not going to score like this in Portugal. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was uh, terrible news. But um, yeah. so I, I have bought much lower guys on the scale because of transfer rumors. Like I bought a Sam Ines card when there were the talks about Antwerp and he went. Yeah. I didn't buy it. I haven't bought a Buchanan. But that news is already out. But like people kind of knew that was happening. Right. I, I guess I pay more attention to the MLS ones just because – I think Buchanan would have been a fun one to to, to grab, uh, and I, I regret not not owning one because I own a lot of Bruce players, and would have been fun to just have him in there. Yeah, I just continue to hope that he somehow takes Noah Lang's spot, and Noah Lang goes <laughs> somewhere that he won't score nearly as well. Yeah, I don't think it's. I, I I think what you're seeing though is I think I think that they're preparing to move him, um, not in this window. Um, and I could be way off base, but um, they signed like three or four wingers. It seemed like um, just over the last two weeks, and uh, like one of them was an American kid that I've never even heard of. Um, but it almost feels like they're like like kind of preparing for for the big move for him maybe this winter or, or next next summer. Yeah, I can't. It. it it feels like all of the guys that I've, that I cards that I've owned that of players who moved, they all end up in worse situations. And I think a lot of that is that like the worst situations in terms of SO five scoring. And like, that's obviously not what people are considering when they're buying Ronaldo cards. Yeah. I think it's a byproduct of the messy cards. Like, the fact that the game that Messi breaks this game, and I don't think it breaks the game. I think there the evidence that the scoring rules are good is just because Messi is the best player in the game. Like if yep. you have designed a fantasy game and Messi is just like okay, I think you missed. And he right. his scores are absurd. But if the game was somehow made so that he wasn't the best scorer his cards are still going to be absurdly expensive and so 
the fact that there's utility on top of it just makes an already expensive card even more expensive. Yeah. But no, I'm to answer your question, no, I'm not buying Ronaldo. And are you? Uh, no. Um, the, I think the prices are already too high. Like, uh, I think like a week ago, you could get one for around one ETH. And now they're up over, I think most of them are over two, looks like. So, um, and then there's an auction for one and uh, a couple of days here. So that'll be interesting to watch. But, you know, more things that I've been thinking about too is like, okay, Mbappe is possibly moving to, uh, to Madrid. And, you know, like if so rare announces PSG over the next like week, will we see Mbappe um, PSG cards for like a week and then he transfers and then we're waiting a long time to get his Madrid uh, Madrid mints. Why do you think we have to wait a long time? Because they got to get his picture taken. Oh, I see what you're saying. Or they have to get his picture. Or they have to do their media yeah. day stuff. And right, and, right, right. Uh, I, for a star like that, I imagine it'll go pretty quick. Like, did you see how fast Messi's picture got put into PSG? Yeah, it was pretty quick. So, I, like, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe it won't be a, a long, a quote unquote, long time. But it's just all the kind of things that I've been thinking about is just like uh, the movement of these guys. So the Real Madrid pictures are updated already. Yeah. So yes, we would have to wait on Mbappe. The, the two things about that, I always thought it was funny that people were prioritizing Mbappe so much in terms of like these cards are so scarce and he could be the best player in the world at some point. But like over the course of his career, there are going to be very few players that have more so rare cards than Mbappe. Yeah. Assuming he stays in these super clubs that they have license agreements with. But like, even if you have to wait for an Mbappe, is there any doubt they're going to do all 1,111 Mbappe cards, Real Madrid cards, or minus however many PSG ones they do? Like over the course of the season, we're going to get them all. I don't, I don't know that that's true. Really? Um, how many, how many, did he? Yeah, he didn't. He only got eighty-four rares this year, and they're not. I don't think that they're going to make any more because the new ones are ready. So, um, you know, that's actually like looking at that. That's actually like pretty interesting. The restraint that Sorir has kind of shown there, because they have full authority to make a hundred of them and sell however many that they said that they were going to sell, and. They didn't. Why not? What are they doing? It's free money, right? Right. Yeah. Free, and like a lot of it. Yeah. I think that they actually maybe care about the the values and 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 maybe maybe part of it too is they care about having like a, a systematic way of releasing the players and not cherry picking um, specific players. Although we do see some things that look like cherry pickiness, like, you know, a guy will score a hundred and then you see his unique is minted and, and for sale like that week. And like, honestly, if I were them, I would do the exact same thing. It makes sense. It's like, okay, there's hype around this player because he scored well. Let's now's the time to sell, sell his card. And anything about this though. Oh yeah. But auction the one of 100 or 100 of 100 on golden. Yeah. Um, That whole thing, (laughs) that whole thing was just ridiculous. I'm not even going to get into golden. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I don't want to. <laughs> that's funny though. 
there's a bit of a gap in his his mints. <laughs> a bit, a bit, a bit of a gap. Yeah. Can they? Is he in the prize pool? Who know. Mbappe? Yeah. Like, are they awarding? They're not going to award sixteen more, but like. No, he. Ha I don't think he has been for a, a few weeks. And I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning is for that, but I've noticed he's not been in there. So let's see. Yeah, 81 was the last one that they, 81 of 100 is the last one they auctioned. They did the 10 of 10 super rare. 40. They made sure to sell that one. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, the other kicker actually is that I, uh, let me, no, it's, it's obviously right here. So the, the other difference is that Real Madrid sells in bundles and PSG oh. do not. And so if you want Mbappe, you better want... You got to buy all the trash. You better with. want Nacho, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take nachos on the side, man. That's that's fine. <laughs> Mbappe with a side order of nachos. That's all you yeah. need to... Yeah. I don't think that'll make that big of a difference because, you know, we all know what the what the gem is in every single one of those bundles is it's his card. And, yeah, if, if it gets bundled in with the unique or super rare or whatever uh you might tack a little bit on based on what that other card is worth but for the most part we we know what what the gem in those bundles is going to be like the uh weston mckinney rare bundle with the ronaldo unique thrown in yeah yeah which <clears throat> that's the other thing that's going to be fun here and what couple weeks we're going to have all the CONCACAF and uh, international stuff going and you know that Weston McKinney card that has been kind of useless um, just uh, with him not getting a lot of playing time or whatever um, I think he's going to do pretty well in uh, the uh, international games Have you targeted international players at all for these games as opposed to Euros? No Do you think so rare gets it right this time. Uh, there'll be bugs like where I can use my international guys in a weird region or something like, well, I don't know that all that's going to be worked out. Well, the, my fear is that if, and maybe if somebody in chat knows the answer to this, but my, what I understood was the issue from euros and Copa America is that, it ended up being the players were like eligible based on their club team it, in terms of like the regionals. So theoretically you could use, I'm trying to think of who. Weston McKinney and champion Europe. Not, uh, maybe, but it was more like you could use Matt Turner in champion America, but you can't use McKinney, even though they're playing for the same team in internationals, but because Turner plays, in Champion America anyway, then like, I don't know if CONCACAF falls into that. I don't know. Yeah. I hope they get it right. Yeah, I hope they do too, but I just, I don't have, I think that there's still enough uh, weird nuances to where they'll probably mess something up or there'll be uh, a little issue somewhere and, you know, just play around it. <laughs> I think the thing that bugged me the most was when I had a player that I forgot about and they weren't showing up as having a game or they weren't showing up in my like filter unless I searched for the player. And then yeah, they showed, yeah. 
like Renan Lodi was one, which, you know, he actually did all right in some of the international games, but I missed, I missed him in my gallery a few times where um, he, he would have been an option. I just didn't even realize it. Yeah. I think it was that he was listed as no game, even though yeah. he had, like, I think he was showing as an option, but it said no game. I don't remember. He was in the pool of players for NG, but right. he actually had a game listed on his. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 It's kind of annoying. Are you going to buy limited international cards or whatever? Oh, like if they release like, like, uh, I don't know, like, US like if there was a Kurt Zuma France limited card, would you buy that? Uh, probably not Kurt Zuma, but, uh, <laughs> like if it, like, I don't know if it made sense, maybe, I don't know. Sure. I don't know if they're going to do that. That's I didn't think about that until I asked the question. That actually wasn't the question I meant to ask, but it came out that way. Yeah. Uh, I think that they should do it. I think that there would be a lot of people wanting to either collect sure. or play or buy those those types of cards. So, yeah, they should definitely do that. I mean, they seem to make it – they seem to have said that they were going to keep do, like keep making the international cards. Like they'll just do them during breaks. Yeah. I would love to see them to add add more uh, uh, countries in there. I think that that would be a lot of fun. I mean, and it's a sneaky way to get players on the platform that you might otherwise not be able to get. Do you think they were like really trying to get Argentina, and now they're like, eh, never right. mind. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Probably. Um, I'll I'll bet you're right. I'll bet there was like like them were they were really trying hard to negotiate or whatever, and then it just sort of fell in their lap. Good for them. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So let's say they sign Argentina. Would you rather have the messy unique be an Argentina or a PSG card? I mean, I think it's gotta be Argentina. Right? Yeah. Cause I mean, uh, I mean the, the one you would really want is the, the Barca one, but with, with that not being possible, I think that the Argentina one would be the second best. You think the Barcelona one would be better than Argentina? I guess it would be. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, and it, whenever whenever this comes up, it kind of reminds me of the. Isn't there a David Beckham PSG card? Mm-hmm. Like not to say that like Messi's Messi's that guy, but uh, it's almost it, it uh, it's almost like that star player that's you know playing at a at a weird club that I don't know. It's it's almost like a trivia question. It's like Babe Ruth played his last game for who? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like the Braves or something. But Braves, it's it. Yeah. it, it, it and maybe it wasn't, but uh, it, it does come out as like one of those weird like trivia things. Like whenever I see the David Beckham PSG thing, I'm like, what? I didn't even know that that happened. <laughs> LA Galaxy superstar David Beckham. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Bob asked if if they want people to progress, when will limiteds be allowed in the weekly? I don't know. Um, would you be okay with limiteds being allowed in the weekly? What about one? Nope. I don't even like the commons in there. Well, t- commons definitely not because you don't have to pay for them. And some people have really good ones. Yeah. Like PSU fans has an Mbappe. Like what is that? Yeah. Um, and then and then I have like, I don't know, a bunch of Real Betis players because that was the, the players that were – that you wanted to get at the time for whatever reason. They were cheap, cheap on the, the salary cap or whatever. Didn't you just get one? There he is, Chicago Fire baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I I am actually I have like three uh, starter league tournaments left because I've never I never played in them. So I've been trying to win commons over the last uh, few weeks. I want to start in goalkeeper uh, from from Asia a couple of days ago. <laughs> Whatever. Yay. Would you rather win commons or limiteds? Limiteds. Oh, you can't even use limiteds in D four though. I know, but. I don't know. I just hate, I, I've always hated comments. Hmm. Like they're, I feel like they, they've had bad rules built around them, like allowing them in the special weekly for the international stuff I thought was ridiculous. Yep. And then like, I don't know, the, the 50% and uh, D4, all that. I don't know. I just, I, they, they've always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, and actually before, before your time here, when we had the power caps, um, commons had like a two X multiplier on them. So people would like, if people had good commons, they could put their comma common into a D four lineup. And then, uh, they could have like, like four 11 X guys or 10 X guys. And then they'd have like their little two X guy. So I don't know the way that they were distributed. I felt like it was never fair. And I've just always been uh, really sour towards uh, commons. 
it seems like you need a math degree to figure out how to play so rare a year ago. Yeah. But, I, I think it's, it's still pretty complicated to be quite honest in a good way. So you asked me what, there was a question before, earlier today. You, we were talking about what we thought the conversion rate will be between people who play D5 and then go to D4. And then, but basically like, or how many people we think will go from D5 to D4? Like, I can't see, and maybe I'm just underestimating it, but I I struggle to see people playing D5 forever and not moving up. But obviously there are going to be some, but like, what do you think the, what do you think a realistic target is for like percentage wise? I think you either quit or you move to D4. But how long do you think that takes? Like, do you think you play for six months? Do you play for a full like league season? Like probably depends a lot on the success of the person. Like if they're doing really well, they're probably going to be more apt to move to D4. But if they're struggling, they might try to improve their D5 teams or they might, reinvest to in their limiteds to make them better. Um, I think that's the best way I can answer that. <clears throat> the, yeah. Like I, I've talked to a few people who have not joined yet, but are going to because of the limited cards. Yep. And looking at the prices, I just don't see everyone being like, yeah, I'll, I'll start playing for, I don't even know what the realistic prices are now. $300. And then one day being like, I'm just going to play for $3,000. You know, like I'm going to put yep. 3000 in. But maybe we see enough people join that being able to win and sell limited cards allows you to get up enough ETH to, to play. But I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. And, you know, especially when it comes to like All-Star D4, I think people will see like the... Uh, the threshold and they'll hear people talking about that. And I think there'll be some desire to hop in and churn out threshold wins to either make their limited teams better or to start investing in a, um, in more D4 teams. I do think that there's, there's some like progression aspects built in. I think they can do a better job, but I think that there's enough progression built in to where we will see that conversion of D5 players to D4. But they're, but threshold's going away. Well, but it'll be replaced with something, what, comparable or similar or, I don't know. Yeah, no, we don't no know idea. what it is. But it's going to be something that allows people to, quote unquote, progress. Right. That's fair. Um Bob says, part of the issue is that you need to score well over 355 in Challenger or Champion Europe to get a crummy Tier 3 in those divisions. A team that can do that is very expensive. Yeah, I agree, except for I would say in Champion Europe, a Tier 3 is not crummy. Um, There are very few bad cards in Champion Europe, my opinion. I mean, I bet I'm sure we could find some. Oh, I'm sure we could. Go look at Valencia and, and you can look at that entire team. There you go. Some of the Serie A teams that they just added. That I, I want to own. 
I don't know why I'm picking on them, but uh, probably because I've owned their cards in the past because they were one of the first. Uh, um, I don't know. They were they were one of the early champion Europe teams, and I owned some of them, and they were awful. They still are. <laughs> they weren't. They weren't. Yeah. Oh no. Joe Felix and Kai Havertz. They're definitely, yeah. they have to be tier one, if not stars, just the way that those prices are. So I bought a t-shirt that Sean's really going to appreciate and I'll make sure to wear it on uh, stream. It's mm -hmm. uh, uh, basically a uh, uh, diagram of the soccer field on t-shirt with Kai Havertz's champions league uh, winner. Um, kind of like, I don't know, pointed out. I'll wear that for you, Sean. Like it's a Kai Havertz T-shirt, or well, it's it's it, it's a uh, Chelsea shirt with like a uh, uh, I think it does say Kai Havertz goal at the top or something. Um, I'll make sure to wear it for him. <laughs> we got to get you some some Jao Felix garb to uh, to wear as well. So I'm glad you brought him up. So I was in a Twitter conversation about him. And somebody was saying, I'm so happy that I sold him for three ETH during the boom. And they were like, I just can't believe that I didn't wait and sell him for five or eight or whatever it was. And I never actually posted my Jao Felix card. So like, I don't know what I could have got. Like, I, I don't know where I would have sold. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm going to sell him at 50. And um, he didn't go to 50, but Part of one of the new, like, my so rare things was being able to see, you, you can see, like, every offer you've ever gotten now, which you didn't used to be able to see. And Pavel offered me one ETH for the Jao Felix twice. And that was the only, like, offer I got. And I wonder how many people, how, like. How much did he offer you for it? One ETH. And was that, was that during the boom? Yes. Okay. And so, and clearly I was like, I'm right. going to sell this for 50. Why yeah, would I sell is, it for yeah, one? This is worth so much more. Right. Um, <laughs> if anybody wants it for one ETH, I'm, I, I'd probably, well, I don't know if I'd sell it at this point for one ETH. I'm trying to see where he is. You never know. Gary V might pump it again. Uh, 0.8. Oh, gosh. It, it is funny, like, like looking back at that whole thing. It's like he came in and just pumped two cards. And like it just kind of pumped everything because it was like the equivalents or the similar cards to those players all kind of rose in value. And I don't know. It was, it was interesting. Joe Felix auction the other day. When was this auction? That seems too recent. 12 days ago. How was there an auction for him 12 days ago? 0.446. Yeah. Although Tell eight days ago right. it was 0.8. So we must have all been sleeping. Yeah. Do you want to know who the similar players are for Jao Felix on Sora Data? Sure. I'm guessing you've never heard of any of them. Yeah. I don't even want to look. Oh, God. Um, Isaac Atanga from FC Cincinnati. Oh, your boy Emmanuel Dennis. Oh, nice. There you go. Nice. Moise Keen, who never plays. I'm just skipping guys who I've never heard of. Uh, and it's, my God, it's just so many guys I've literally never heard of. Ethan Zubak, the backup uh, forward for the Galaxy. Very nice. Yep. 
Luke Hackinson from Nashville. These are the guys who are similar to Jao Felix. Yeah. Will Gary V buy the messy unique? I don't think so. I do think though it very well could be like somebody that we've never seen before. Somebody did a Twitter poll the other day asking like who, and it had all like the regular names on it. I saw and that. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think it's not somebody on the platform right now. And they might even like not use it. Oh, I don't think they will use it at all. Yeah. Like no way. I think it was the first Ronaldo uh, unique. Um, we saw, uh, I think Zara was bidding on it early. And then there was this other account that came out of nowhere. And we had no idea who it was. Um, and we ended up finding the guy on Twitter and just reached out. And uh, I don't think he re replied, but it was, he was completely not playing the game at all. He had zero cards in his gallery and was just like, I guess he wanted to buy it as a collectible or whatever mm -hmm. and just sit on it. It ended up being one of the French guys, Victor, uh, came in and I think I think he bought both of them. He did. And then he ended up selling one of them to uh, our big Real Madrid uh, yeah. fan on the platform. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't I think I think the Messi unique will be purchased and never seen again. Hmm. I think that there's still a good chance that one of the big OG whale guys like Victor or Zara or Blackpool or somebody just is like, I have to have this. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just pay whatever it takes to buy it. I, I think they'll all bid on it, but yeah. I don't think. I think somebody's going to sell a board ape or whatever people are buying now. A board ape, yeah, board ape number seven nine three four, and they'll. Yeah. Just or maybe like Vegas Dave will come in and just like put money on, put money on uh, Nicholas's table and be like, "All right, I'm buying it." Vegas Dave. Oh God, that would be really funny. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't know. I've said that I think 250 ETH is the price. Which, when I first said that, it was a while ago. I was like. I described it to myself as like comically reasonable. Like 250 is absurd. Like I think the Ronaldo, the second Ronaldo unique, which sounds funny when you say that out loud. I think the second Ronaldo unique went for 150. Yeah. And so I was like, I think 250. And now I, I think it's, that's too low. Like, I think, I think we do get like really close to a million dollars. Yeah. I think so too. It's a lot of money, which is insane. <laughs> be 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 really fun to watch. I'm I'm I've been like waking up every morning hoping that we see PSG. Um, but I think that well, I think there'll be more. I think there'll be more build up to it where there's I don't know more media or marketing surrounding that announcement. Um, but we have to be we have to be getting pretty pretty close to it. Like it has to be within the next two weeks. I think. Really? For what? PSG. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think meant the the messy unique. Well, that too. I mean, once they announce the, their cards, I don't think that they're going to wait a long time before they get that unique out. Do you think they wait on Mbappe? Yeah. Do you think they wait on Mbappe? Uh, Mbappe it, is a very important 
player on this platform specifically because he is in Paris. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I think that they, that they, if they still have the rights to uh, mint it and make it and sell it, then they will. But I mean, what are we? Transfer market ends is it September first? Yeah, next week. Yeah, or August thirty first, which August thirty first at midnight or something. So, oh, the, I mean, if he if he transfers, they only have five days or whatever to, uh, you know, distribute those cards. I don't think that's happening. Luckily for them, he's going to a licensed, uh, yeah, a licensed club. I mean, imagine if oh, you were he doesn't to even have a new picture. Oh. Yeah, imagine if he were to go to like City or something, and uh, they couldn't they couldn't sell his cards anymore. Right. Unless City's next. Maybe. Oh that yeah, the, the people that own the rocks, man. Did you see the rocks that they were selling for like a million dollars? It's like. It's a rock. It's a picture of a rock. No, it's not a rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's a drawing of a rock. Yeah. It has eight lines. It's basically an octagon. I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't know to, what's going on anymore. Yeah. I tried At to explain. Least these things make sense because they, there's, you know, utility, there's a game, there like there's logic behind it. The other stuff to me some of it looks cool. Like the whole, I will say the board ape yacht club. Like I think that the design of those things are really cool. And I, I, I see companies are like buying them for branding or, or marketing purposes. I think that's kind of cool and it's a neat concept. Um, but some of the other stuff, man, the rock, what, what's it, what, what, what's that all about? <laughs> Maybe there's a story behind it. I don't know, but I hope there is because that's just a lot of money for a picture of a yeah. rock. For sure. Somehow that was better than the dinosaur skeleton or dinosaur bones that people were buying. Yeah. There's too much money out there. Oh. Yeah. The messy unique, I think. I really don't think we see it. In, I mean, it's certainly never going to be in a contest that I play. But like, right. I just, I'm just not sure who buys it. Like, the person who buys that, I like, and who buys that to play. Yeah, the the amount of money it takes to get that card, I just see them trying to buy every best unique to play. Yeah, which like I don't know. Yeah, it's and like whales whale. Right, and I guess there's people that are already kind of close to that, so it's like that. That's kind of why I think that it would be interesting to see like that if they almost feel like they they need to buy it. To keep somebody else right. from having it. Yeah. I, it's just whether they have the funds to do it or not. Yeah, I guess my my thought is do they obviously the messy unique is like a huge marketing tool for so uh -huh. yeah. And I'm just not sure that doing it now, like I'm not sure so rare is and this sounds weird. I'm not sure SoRare is known enough yet to you to use the messy unique as a way to get more people in. Like I feel like it needs to be a little more known so that the further fringe people will then hear about this messy unique and they're like, oh, that's cool. I'll go buy that. I don't know. Like I think that they're better off doing like if Mbappe stays, doing Mbappe first, then Neymar, and then Messi. That's yeah. it. You definitely want to space them out. Yeah. 
so that, you know, the people with those types of funds can secure them and make sure that they are ready. Right. Um, since this is about limited, um, <laughs> when, we, when we talk about, uh, when we talk about these like super premium guys, Neymar, Mbappe, Messi, Ronaldo, um, how many of those players are you going to try to acquire the limited cards of? None. None? I mean, I'll try, but like, I just don't, I don't see it being a good use of my own funds. You bought Jao Felix. <laughs> a rare. And I've learned my mistakes. No. Um, I just don't think they'll be in a price range that makes sense for me. Hmm. I think they'd be really cool to own. Obviously, I'd love to. Like, I think I'm better off trying to build lineups that could win those cards. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but but I everybody's going to try to do that. But I think, like, a, a, I wonder what a Ronaldo um, limited will cost. If Granted, that might not ever happen. Yeah, yeah if, we might not if, get them. If, if, if they move. Um, and they might, they, if he stays at uh, Juventus, it would be in a bundle, which would make it even weirder. But I wonder, you know, his probably wouldn't be more than what point three or something, point four. No, no, it's much more than that. You think so? Yeah, I do. Um, have we had limited bundles at all? I don't think we have. No, and I'm not talking about the bundle. I'm talking about his card individually. No, 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 I know. Resell. Yeah, I was just yeah. thinking. Yeah, I guess. I looking at some of the prices, and obviously, like the one of a hundreds are are high. Right. But I, yeah, I think 0.3 is way too low for Ronaldo. So Neymar then, what do you, where do you, you it's gotta be higher than Ronaldo, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Neymar is like 0.7 minimum. And, and then one eighth. Messi and Mbappe around one. Yeah. For a limited. Because I think I said something Maybe crazy. This is like crazy. That Maybe I'm way said, off. But right, I think I said I, something I, crazy like that last week. I said one to two for uh, uh, Mbappe or Messi or something, and um, like I immediately like I thought about it after the podcast. And I was like, okay, that's probably too high. Like, would somebody really pay two ETH for Mint a hundred or Mint fifty seven of you know Messi? I don't know. Um, I could see people paying one ETH for it. 0.75 so, or so like looking at some of the auctions today or the recent ones here on so rare data like Luis Sinistera who is obviously he's on this incredible run right now his 8 of 1000 now he's granted he's like a U23 forward for a high scoring team but like yeah. this is a guy that a vast majority of the world has never heard of so his eight of a thousand went for 0.146. Wow. Ronaldo can't go for 0.3. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Man. <laughs> like Bergheis went for 0.083. And so Ronaldo like 4X that just seems too low. Yeah. Not for SO5. You could use Bergheis to win a Ronaldo. Yeah. But Ronaldo's just too much of a collector, a collectability, a collector, collector card. Collectible. Collectible. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. I don't know. Uh, 
man. Because that, that was actually kind of one of the, the, the fun things that I was kind of hoping to maybe do um, is buy like the mm-hmm. premium, like blue chip guys. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe not like a special serial number or anything, but just try to acquire some of them just to kind of have them. Uh, and, and, and I think too, like the fun part there is like, it is fun to root for those guys. Like Ronaldo's playing, you want to see him score a goal. So, you know, the enjoyment of having him in your SO5 lineup, he scores, you get points for it. Like there's some, uh, something about that. Uh, you think, you think a guy like Lewandowski as well is way up there, you know, 0.5 ETH, 0.7 ETH, something like that. I mean, he's kind of game breaking from a standpoint. Yeah. That's a good question. Uh, like, yeah, guys like, oh, that whole team, Kimmich and, yeah, Lewandowski. I, I think, yeah, I think they're all going to be 0.3-ish. Yeah. Like, I think Lewandowski will be 0.3. But his first ones will be like 0.8 yeah. for the limiteds. Hmm. Do you, I like this question from, from Bob, though. Is it good or bad for the platform if it's if a card is never used? Meaning we were, that was back with the messy unique. But but if it's never used and purchased by someone that's not a big name? Yeah. Uh, I mean, de- define good or bad for the platform. So, like, like as, a, as somebody that plays, uh, I probably would never compete against that card because I'm not playing in Champion America D1 or Unique Division that's the only places that would make sense to even use a card like that. So I like it, it doesn't affect me, but I think from like a marketing standpoint, if you had a user out there, that's like sharing on Twitter. Um, I first place again, my messy unique won me first. You know, I think that like, that's the type of things that people would see and be like, you know, like uh, uh, I don't know, it would attract people, but um, like, if somebody were to also put it away, I don't think that like it's that it would be like a negative thing by any means. You think it's a good thing for somebody to go on the internet and say, look at how much stuff I'm winning after spending a million dollars on this card. Yeah. Um, so like I've had lots of, I have lots of opinions of that. Like some of it comes off off as like, I don't know, like very braggadocious or whatever. It's, it's very self-serving. Um, but I think some of it is good for the platform where people, uh, people that normally wouldn't have their eyes on so rare would see that and be like, wow, okay. Um, and, 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 and might learn about the whole play to earn, uh, concept. And, uh, I don't know. I, I think that it does put the platform in front of people and, can make it look attractive if it's done in a non-self-serving braggy way. Um, I don't know. What, what, what do you think? I'll be honest. When I started, before I started really, how am I going to put this in a non braggy sort of way before I started winning consistently, I, what I didn't like was seeing all the tweets after rewards came out when I won nothing and everyone's like, let's see the five star and six tier one cards I won this week. And then I'd go to the gallery and it's like, 
well, this, I, I, I know why you won them. Like, right. and it, that felt a little braggy. And that's why I feel like somebody who uses a million dollar card to say, look, I won this $300,000 card with my million dollar card. I don't know if that's good for the platform, but it depends who it is. But like, we do have that weird what possibility. Well, 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 that was, that's the sort of the other part of the question is like, what if it, if it's, if somebody buys this messy card that we've never heard of and they don't play it, like they buy this card and they disappear and maybe one day it sells, maybe it doesn't, I don't know. But like, yeah. does that matter? Like, I don't think it actually matters. Yeah. I think once the card is sold for whatever price it is, so where it uses that and everyone's like, whoa, yeah. that's a lot of money. Right. Let me go spend much less than that for a limited. But you said you weren't gonna do that. Well, not me. Other people. Yes. I think it, it honestly will come down to that, that I will, based on the range of prices that I can pay for super rares, mm -hmm. it's going to be like that. Would I rather this middling super rare that can hopefully help me in D3, or do I want this limited superstar that can help me win more limited cards? Yeah. I'll be honest, I hope it's somebody that's been around for a long time that, uh, I don't know, has been like loyal to the platform or game or may maybe loyal is the wrong word, but like is passionate about it, mm -hmm. wins the card. Like um, I'm thinking of like a, a Zura or like, a, I think it'd be funny if uh, Karupu won it. Uh, sure. Just with, with the number of uniques that he already has and, you know, um, or... Uh, that Roxy guy has just been buying everything, you know, maybe Roxy will come in and buy it. No small budgets with those guys. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I wonder how many of those guys will, I don't expect it to happen, but like, do you think any of the tier one, excuse me, D one, so rare managers will buy the Mbappe, Messi, potentially Ronaldo, Neymar limiteds. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I think that. Um, I mean, there's probably people in D1 that um, may not even own their their rare cards. I right. mean, I'm thinking Sean does. Sean, uh, PSU fans, does he own an Mbappe besides his common? Does he own a Neymar? Does he own besides the common Ronaldo? He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't own Lukaku or Lewandowski. He doesn't own any of those guys. But he plays D one, so uh, I think I would be willing to bet that he would consider buying a limited Messi or Ronaldo or something. But it's also it's also not clearly it's not part of his strategy. His strategy is not to buy those guys. His strategy is to try to win those guys with, you know, the, the guys that you don't know, because right. you can obviously buy the guys that you don't know for a lot less. Right. Right. Sean owns twice as many Jao Felix cards as I do. Ooh, he talks all that smack and he owns double. All that smack. Yeah. And he owns them, two of them. You know, he owns like 10 times more Chicago Fire players than both of us combined. <laughs> I actually own a Madron Limited. 
Ah, okay. Jersey Mint. Sell that thing. Get rid of the Jersey Mint. One ETH for anyone who wants it. There you go. So there. Oh, we've gone long here. How about that? So I just do want to touch this last question. Do you ever look at physical card supply and sell prices, supply and sell prices when thinking about valuing so rare cards? Or do you think other NFTs are the benchmark for comparison? I can say I absolutely never look at physical card prices. I see I am friendly with a lot of people who collect physical cards and they tweet when they get a new delivery of them. And I think to myself, why would I ever want something I could touch? But I can <laughs> <And> ruin. <laughs> yeah, right. I could ruin that. So no, I don't look at that. And I don't really look at other NFTs to benchmark so rare prices, but I did, I think I sent this to you the other day, somebody or Tops was doing some Bundesliga cards and somebody reached out to me on Twitter and was like, let's, you know, we should get some Halland cards. And my response was, what do I do with it? And I think so rare has like ruined NFTs for me because I have almost, I, I don't own any other NFTs other than so rare cards and the complete lack of utility for a rock makes me not want them. And so it was like, so my response was like, what do I do with it? And the response back was like, whatever you want. And I was like, what is that? You look at it. Right. I can look at it. So I so just. every night before you go to bed, you know, you just get your phone out and you just give it a nice look, put it back down and you go to bed. <laughs> you know, it's like, I think, I, and I think somebody, I think it was, uh, John Nellis brought this up on one of his podcasts was there used to be this stupid app that you could install on your smartphone. And it was like $10,000. It was like the diamond app or something. And it was literally you downloaded the app and it was like a sparkly diamond and you paid $10,000 for it. It was like kind of like a status thing. It's like, Oh, I have this on like, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But um, it was a thing at, at one point in time. Do you look at other NFTs to benchmark, um, to benchmark uh, so rare cards? No, it, because it's in its own like category almost. It's almost I don't consider it to be like a traditional NFT because of the utility aspect of the the cards. Um, they're almost it's almost like you're buying like the um, the rights to use that player in. Uh, in a competition, in a DFS competition, um, you know, you know, it's like like, like buying the, it's like a, it's like a contract for the player so that you can use them for that uh, that competition. Um, and I mean, I think the cards are relatively nice to look at. I think they can do a better job with maybe the photography or something to make them more collectible. But as of right now, I just see when I buy a player, I'm I. The, the first thing I'm thinking of is, oh, I can use him in Champion Europe, D2, yeah. or D, D3, or whatever. Someone just sent me a message, and I had to pull this up because Messi's gone from so rare. Yeah. I, I, I think I had seen that maybe yes yesterday. 
Where'd he go? I don't know. Was the picture fake the whole time? I think that they do that before they they release cards, right? They take the picture away? I think so. Like look can you look up other yeah, there you go. Is it is it an old picture though? Yeah, yeah that's old the old picture. picture. You're right. And then if I think if you do Mbappe, because Mbappe Mbappe's had, the old one, yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Max nope. Maxime has the, the right answer for us. H G, where did Messi go? He's always in the know. Where is Messi? Why is he missing? There's just radio silence. I don't know. Is is uh, Neymar hurt right now? Is that what's going on? He went to sleep. Is Neymar hurt right now? Uh, probably. Is Neymar? But gets yeah. dinged. He's probably just, just waiting for Messi. I see those three DNPs there. I just imagine he was hurt again. Well, they, they he was at Copa, right? Copa America. They always get a break after that. Mm-hmm. Neymar doesn't seem like he'd ever miss a holiday. Yeah. That's all. That's fair. Oh, well. So HG is confirming. Is that HG confirming that PSG is not getting announced tomorrow? Is that what he's doing? Oh, you thought it was tomorrow? No. Oh, because they took Messi down? Yeah, I'm just I'm, – I'm messing with him. I got you. I, I think that there's probably something to that. I don't know. Oh, well. Hashtag soon. <laughs> what do you think the clue is going to be? It'll just be like a, yeah, an emoji of Messi's face or something. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. We're starting to lose. We're not even talking about limiteds anymore. Oh, he said he doesn't get why they would do that. But Okay. Maybe it's coming. <laughs> but maybe not. Anyway. All right. Uh, this has been the latest episode of the So Rare Andrews podcast, brought to you by Rotowire and sponsored by So Rare. We'll be back next week, probably not to talk about limited cards, but my gosh, I think next week we're going to be talking about Messi. Also, PSG. They release PSG. Oh, yeah, good point. Um, yeah, you think we're going to be talking about Messi next week? I don't. Yeah. I think we're going to be waiting. Still. You think? That, why would they? Why would they make us wait any longer? Who's they? So rare. I mean, there's always something. You don't think PSG wants a little more money from So Rare because they have Messi now? Eh, I don't know. That's actually a good point. I wonder if, like, I wonder if they ever like change. I, I'm sure it's all percentages of, of sales. So I don't. I my guess is no. They don't. They don't ask for more. Maybe they do, but probably not. I have no idea. It's probably better we don't know. Anyway, yeah, once again, So Rare Andrews Podcast, brought to you by Rotowire, sponsored by So Rare. We'll be back next week with another show, probably around this time. So if you want to hang out, come do it. Uh, if you've liked the video or enjoyed this video, if you could please hit the like button below. If you are listening to the audio version of this, if you could please rate and review it wherever you listen. And we're also, uh, you probably have already figured this out, but we have a new Rotowire Soccer YouTube channel. And if you could please subscribe to that, it would be greatly appreciated. Andy? That was fun. Uh, Talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.